Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Grace and a happy belated birthday to Piper. And I want to send some other special shout outs to Ren and Ryan. Grownups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is The Telltale Toy by Nina Key. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Well, honestly, even though he's a pet, he's more like Rebecca's and my family member. He's our dog, Cheese. I adopted Cheese several years ago, and because he's a rescue, he has a lot of funny little quirks. He can be shy when he meets new people for the first time. He hides under the couch when he hears loud noises. And he can get very scared by things he's never seen before, even if they're things that aren't scary to us, like bubbles and cake. So when Rebecca first met Cheese, they got off to a little bit of a rough start. Cheese barked at Rebecca and hid under the couch. 
He ran away from her whenever she tried to come close and even chewed up one of her favorite pairs of sneakers. To help Cheese get more used to her, Rebecca brought him a special present, a toy in the shape of a heart. It had a cute little face with bright blue button eyes and a yellow yarn smile. And it squeaked when I gave it a little squeeze. I sewed it myself with one of my old t-shirts and some stuffing, said Rebecca proudly. I thought maybe if he has something that smells like me, it'll help him get used to me being around. I gave her a hug. The heart toy was adorable. And I was touched that Rebecca had so thoughtfully made a present for my boy. Thank you, Rebecca, I said. I turned to give the toy to Cheese. Say thank you, buddy. Cheese gave the heart a sniff and then took it gently between his teeth. He looked at Rebecca and giving her a small wag of his tail, went off to play with it. Rebecca and I grinned excitedly at each other and gave each other a high five. But once Cheese was around the corner, he dropped it on the floor. He studied it. He was getting more used to Rebecca, and he did like her, especially as he saw more and more how happy I was with her. His ears dropped, thinking about how sad Rebecca had gotten when he had ruined her shoes, and how sorry he had felt. I had given him a very stern talking to afterwards, and he never wanted me to be that disappointed in him ever again. But even though he liked Rebecca and wanted to start being better friends with her, there was something about that toy that he just did not like. There was something about those bright blue eyes that he didn't trust. He didn't want Rebecca to think he didn't like her very special gift though, so he just left it in the hallway without really playing with it. But every time Cheese passed by the toy, he could feel its eyes on him, watching him. And in the middle of the night, when everything was still and quiet, he could hear what sounded like a faint rattling behind the door, as if someone or something was trying to get in. Was he imagining it? On the nights where he thought he had heard the rattling, he went to the door and pushed it open just a crack with his nose. He peeked through the door to check, but somehow the heart was always just where he had left it, face down and not moving. Even so, he felt suspicious and started making it a habit to get up at the middle of the night to check and make sure it was still there. But on the eighth night of checking on the toy, Cheese woke up to hear the sound of wind whistling through the trees. The rain made a light tapping sound across the window. And when he looked out, he could see that the full moon was hanging in the sky, covered by clouds. A storm was coming. Cheese shivered but stood still. As usual, he went to the door and nudged it open with his nose. But at that exact moment, 
The clouds covering the moon shifted. The moon's light shone through the window and through the crack in the door, lighting up the toy's bright eyes like two burning bright coals. It was face up. When he saw the heart's eyes shine and gleam, Cheese couldn't take it anymore. He had to protect everyone. The toy had to be stopped. Cheese burst through the door, pouncing on the heart with his paws. With a soft growl, he bit into the toy, making it squeak loudly one last time. He paused, worried that the sound would wake me up. But when he didn't hear any movement, he dragged the heart to the living room. First, he bit off its bright blue eyes. Then, its yarn smile. And then he clawed and shook the toy between his teeth until it was torn to shreds. After he was done, Cheese hid what was left. Nothing but stuffing and fabric under the couch. His ears went back as he thought for the first time about what he had done. He was probably in for another stern talking to. And Rebecca, well, she had tried hard to be friends with him. Wouldn't she be hurt that he had ruined her special present? A few minutes later, I got up and opened the bedroom door. I had heard the squeak and wondered what she's was doing up so late. As I stepped out into the hallway, I shivered with the cold. So I paused to close a window that was letting in gusts of wind, making all the doors rattle. As I walked towards the living room, I saw the heart toy Rebecca had given cheese was gone. I frowned, remembering how I accidentally kicked it on my way into the bedroom. I wondered if I had kicked the toy a little too hard and made it roll under something. I reached the living room and turned on the lights. There was Cheese, looking up at me innocently and wagging his tail. What are you doing out here, Cheese? Why aren't you sleeping? I asked. The sounds of rain outside picked up and began tapping more loudly on our windows. There was a bright flash of lightning followed by a loud crack of thunder. Is the sound from the storm scaring you? Yawning, I sat on the couch and rubbed the sleep from my eyes. Cheese looked under the couch where what was left of the toy was hidden. From there, even with the noise from the storm, he heard a faint squeak, squeak. Cheese whined softly. Why was he still hearing that noise? Hadn't he finally gotten rid of the toy forever? There was no way it could still be doing this. But somehow, the squeaking grew louder. Seeing him uneasy, I sat on the floor with him so that I could pet him and rub his head. What's wrong, boy? I asked, concerned. Is it just the storm or did something happen? Cheese continued to stare under the couch. He felt another wave of guilt rush over him. He imagined the looks on Rebecca's and my faces when we found out how he had destroyed the toy. Would Rebecca even want to be friends anymore after she found out what he had done? Cheese, I continued. Cheese, are you? With a howl, Cheese dragged out the remains of the heart. He pawed at the pile of stuffing and fabric, trying to get the squeaker and silence it once 
and for all. Cheese, cheese, I cried and pulled him onto my lap. I laughed. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Cheese shook a little with nervousness. Oh, buddy. You didn't really like that toy much after all, huh? I said. I hugged him and pet him with gentle, soothing strokes until he calmed down. Cheese looked at me, guilt shining in his eyes. It's okay, I said reassuringly. I mean, I still don't want you to chew up Rebecca's shoes. And yes, it was very nice of Rebecca to make it for you. But, but toys are meant for chewing and to be played with. That means they'll get a little banged up sometimes. I looked at what was left of it, or, um, <laughs> destroyed completely. I kissed Cheese on his head. The real present that Rebecca was trying to give you is her love and friendship. The toy is just to show you that she cares. She's a very special person. She'll understand. Relieved, Cheese licked me all over my face. And I laughed. Together, we swept up what was left of the toy and threw it in the trash. The next day, Rebecca came over to see Cheese and me. When she saw Cheese, she gave him a smile and pat him on the head. Cheese wagged his tail at her. Hey, buddy. She said kindly. I heard that heart toy got some wear and tear and you can't really play with it anymore. Rebecca reached inside her bag. I also heard the button eyes were scaring you a little bit. So... She pulled something out and showed it to me. It was a stuffed bone. I made you another one. She grinned. See? She said, squishing the toy. It doesn't have a squeaker, just in case that's what scared you too. Rebecca tossed the toy high up in the air and she's ran excitedly to go catch it. Watching him play, Rebecca and I smiled happily at each other and gave each other a high five. Once Cheese was around the corner though, he dropped the bone onto the floor. He studied it. He really appreciated that Rebecca had made another toy for him. And honestly, he liked it better than the heart. But, hmm, there was still something off about it. It had a suspicious taste to it. There was just something about the taste of the bone toy that Cheese couldn't trust. That was The Telltale Toy by Nina Key. Performed by Rama Orleans Lindsay and me, Rebecca Cunningham. Produced by Chad Shanai. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you liked this story, share it with a friend. Grownups, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, and Tailblazers, remember... I believe you, and I believe in you. Being a princess ain't about the dresses. Being a princess is bigger than a crowd. Being a princess is bigger than a crowd.
Yeah.